Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon, a production of iHeartRadio. Sports fans, golf fans, or just fans, it's another episode of Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon. And, uh, and Max... You know, we we plan a lot of stuff for these for these episodes. You know, we it, it's been a, it's kind of been we, this is our twentieth episode of this thing, and it's been it's been interesting for us in terms of a project because we started off when the world was the world that we were no it was known to be, and you have this run of golf that does seem like it was about ten years ago. You have this run that you play real well in. And then, of course, golf gets canceled. You have all these plans for your schedule for 2020, everything out the window. And then we all kind of sit back and focus on the coronavirus. And this is the focus in our world. And, you know, you, you, I feel like we all kind of forgot a little bit, not forgot, but our focus was just on other stuff. And things like what happened last week happen. And we are reminded that things are more broken than maybe we remembered they were. And I know, I know, I don't know if I'm not speaking for you, but it's just been one of those days, man. I, I I don't have a lot of golf to talk about. There's nothing to talk about in terms of golf. I'm just, I've gone through a whole bunch of different emotions today, man. And, And it's, and it's hard to, it's hard to live in 2020 knowing that, you know, there are people living day to day that continue to battle this, you know, this, this horrible oppression that's continued to stay around for all these damn years. And it's just, it's unjust and it's ridiculous. And I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get to the point, Max, where I don't want to be negative about this stuff, but I, I just, I I want something to change. You know, I I just want to feel like things are shifting for the betterment of society. And, And occasionally you get kicked in the face and reminded that, it's not so easy for some people. And I, and I've just felt like that throughout the day and the weekend. And, uh, and it's just, it's tough to sit here and talk about golf. Yeah. Um, what's crazy is I was listening to the shotgun start podcast with Andy and Brendan, and someone mentioned, um, how they couldn't really tell if time with this COVID was going really, really fast or really, really slow. And at this moment, it feels like it's going really, really fast because COVID feels like it was a year ago, even though it we're still amidst it right now. Um, I also find it very interesting and maybe telling um, when, you know, the whole COVID thing happened, obviously it was a huge shock and, and it remains a big shock and it's incredibly, you know, frustrating, I guess, and disappointing and, and scary. Um, and, you know, we fortunately were safe and, and healthy. So we are over here sitting, talking about how we're going to have a podcast. We just started a podcast. I know it's very small, but, you know, this is what we were doing with our lives. So I have no golf. Uh, you have no golf. We have nothing to do but think about this podcast. And we were kind of scrambling, like, what the hell do you talk about, uh, given that there's no sports, uh, let alone, you know, just golf. There's there's nothing for us to talk about. 
but I felt upbeat. I felt like we could be creative. Um, we could think of clever things to do. I thought we did. We had a few. We did the regrip. We did all these things. <clears throat> Over the last three days, um, twi- you know, sitting on Twitter, on the news, reading, uh, trying to learn, it's pretty wild to me that a pandemic that I hope no one sees for hundreds, thousands, hopefully never, but something I don't think you know, pretty much anybody has has seen in their lifetime anything close to it didn't break my spirit but um people did uh seeing people fight broke me down where i don't want i didn't want to do this at all i don't want to talk i've been in a foul move for three days i'm extremely frustrated and embarrassed for people um i thought that with the COVID thing obviously there were still political issues, you know, people on two sides of an aisle arguing whether it was real, whether you needed to wash your hands or not, all this stuff. Um, also, still wash your hands. Um, however, uh, I thought a lot of people like joined together. You know, it kind of was a unifying thing. Hey, we're all I thought it was actually interesting. We are all. um kind of susceptible to this, to, to being sick. Yes, the elderly, we learn much more so. People with pre-existing dish conditions, much more so. But we were all very, I think, concerned. There were people here and there. But I think if you took the main poll of the entire country, people didn't want to put other people at risk. This does not feel like that. This feels like people are yelling and no one is listening. Um, I think that bothers me. Um, it feels like, it. honestly, how I have a bit of a feel about politics, it feels like sports. feels like the Lakers are playing the Celtics and, you know, Pau Gasol may or may not have stepped out of bounds. And I'm hearing my Laker friends or Laker fans screaming at the Celtics fans that he didn't. And the Celtics fans are yelling that he did. And no one really cares uh, about having a solution or fixing anything. Um, it's quite depressing. Um, I'm sorry we're not talking about golf. First off, there is no golf. Second off, I don't really feel like it. <laughs> this sucks. I wish people would have more respect for people. Um, I am in a predominantly white sport and incredibly conservative sport. Uh, I don't agree with a lot of the things I think that are underlying in uh, the country club golf community. However, I was raised by a lot of those people to have respect for everyone I come across. As long as they respect me back, I really hope that people will start doing that. I think that is a nice stepping stone because screaming about it on Twitter, yelling about it to the clouds isn't doing anything. Fighting each other is not doing anything. Um, it's incredibly, uh, I feel very lost. I, I took three or four African-American studies classes in college. I learned a lot about the the history of all this. And it's crazy to me that I am living in the exact same time that I have read and written all this junk now. Yeah, I, I pulled up a, a quote because, I mean, I, I'm, I'm with you. And, and, and again, uh, you know, there are going to be plenty of episodes that you can listen to and have a lot of fun listening to. I think uh, I think one of the things that, that Max and I that kind of brought Max and I together as friends to begin with were, I mean, our views at times, I feel like maybe aren't I don't want to say they don't align with with the golfer mentality, but I feel like. You and I, I, I wouldn't say necessarily look at the world maybe like a, a majority of people that might sit in their same seats do. And, uh, and, and I feel like you and I are both open-minded. I mean, I grew up, you know, I grew up in East Texas. I grew up in a place where, you know, I, I, was, I was raised, thank goodness, by a mom who, who I'm still convinced is the nicest person I've ever met and, and one of the more loving and selfless people that I've ever come across. And my dad who grew up in Colorado and, and moved to Texas when he married my mom. And, and my dad is, 
you know, my dad has more, plenty more flaws than my mom do, does, but my dad is one of the nicest people who is willing to do stuff for humans. I mean, this, this guy, he's 70 years old. Um, he had triple bypass in December. I mean, he's building wheelchair ramps right now. That it's, it's a project he's continued to do. Doesn't care who you are. Doesn't care what you look like. If you need a wheelchair ramp at your house in East Texas, you know, him and his guys from their church do it. I grew up in an area where, you know, racism was a thing. I mean, people were racist. And as I sit here as a dad of an 11-month-old, and, and I had a conversation with Cindy earlier today about this, you know, it's so important for me to speak to people so Henry can see that's the appropriate way to speak to him, treat people appropriately, do all these things. He's 11 months old. I mean, if you read baby books, they already see these things. They can already pick up on stuff if you're doing it. And one of the things that I can, I'm always a little upset at myself when I grew up was I didn't speak up enough. You know, as a white guy that has lived a fairly privileged life, it, it was on, it's on us to speak up. Speaking up is uncomfortable sometimes. It, it makes you uncomfortable to be the guy and the group of friends that, that, that stops someone and says, hey, man, don't say that, or that joke wasn't funny. Th- those things aren't always the easiest things to do, but I feel like if there's one thing that it seems like a collective group is coming together on, it's we have to take this on as well because we as a group of people that understand injustice is bullshit, it's on us to go, listen, we're not going to stand for it anymore and we need to team up and do this. And I feel like we've done that as a group. We've maybe done that in the way we present ourselves, but maybe now it's on us as a voice to try to do this and really not just do it on Tuesday or Thursday or next week, but do it all the time. And I mean, I I don't know if it's going to change anything, but for God's sake, something's got to. Yeah, I mean that, that's that's very very well said. Something's gotta. Uh, I think that the the trouble and, and the the frustration I feel when this happens is is I I am very for people who know me um, they they know this for people who don't I'm very passionate about the uh, racial tension we have. Um, I I can't and or I I don't know what to do about it though. I, like I mentioned before, right. I've I've learned a lot about it. I've read a lot about it. Um I I have my opinions on how like, you know, slowly things could get better, but this is not something a 29-year-old white golfer can can fix. I I can't do much. My, I do my part in again treating people the right way. Um But yeah, I mean I I as I've gotten older, I've realized I've heard, you know, as as you know, uncomfortable as it is, you hear these jokes Again, golf is not like it's predominantly a white sport. There's not a ton of the black community involved in golf. I didn't, I don't, I haven't, didn't speak up when I was younger. And now as I get older, I, I speak up more. I tell them I don't find that funny or entertaining. Um, so that's kind of been my avenue to try and make some sort of a push to whether they, you know, now don't want to hang out with me, that's fine by me because I don't want to hang out with them if that's the case. Or maybe they're like, man, maybe what I'm saying is, you know, I've just become conditioned to think that that's that's just a joke. And it's like there's jokes about my arm hair that hurt me just a little bit, but I'll be all right. But then there's jokes about, you know, if you were to say something about my wife or something much deeper that actually does hurt. And you might think it's funny because we're joking about these little things, but you know, that that's where the beauty of comedy lies is, is kind of tiptoeing that line where everyone is still laughing and no one is, is crying inside. So 
it's tough. It's tough to um, to have an approach to fix anything. I would feel remiss. I was watching Scott Van Pelt's one big thing. Uh, I think it was yesterday, and he had mentioned that he he he'd be a fraud if he didn't speak up on something. I don't think I'm really speaking up. I'm just telling everybody I am annoyed as you are, Shane. Um, and I I need to at least say that um, I don't want to be the most politically correct person at a time like this. When it comes to politics, I will be because um, I, I truly don't have much of a, a side. I just I'm, I'm, I'm pro America. I hope that we as a unit can do well. Um, so I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat. Um, and in that exact case, I do not care if you are white or black. I could not care less. I, if you treat me well, I'll treat you well. I really hope that people will start to do that a little bit more. If you give me a three footer, I'm probably going to give you a three footer. So if you don't, I'm not giving you one. It's a pretty simple system. You know what? You don't want to give me a three footer. Right now, <laughs> yeah, I, I listen. I'll give you a two and a half. I, I can't. I don't know if I can wiggle a three footer. And I, I, I mentioned I, I saw I saw something again of all places on Facebook, which again is, is crazy that you're bringing up something that makes sense from Facebook. But a friend of mine wrote this. And again, I'm not I'm not going to mention her name because I, I didn't ask her. I didn't feel like she probably wanted to be put up on a golf podcast about a great point she made. But she said I, she wrote this. She said. I used to think it was important to teach my kids not to see skin color, but now I think maybe I've had it wrong. Maybe I need to teach them to see skin color so they can see how very different people in our society are treated because of it. I want them to be aware of the disparities and injustices that exist, and then I want them to be brave enough to stand up, speak out, befriend, defend, support, and love our brothers and sisters of all skin colors. And I mean, this goes beyond skin color. I mean, this this is anything that... If there is any part of you that dislikes somebody for anything that they are, I mean, if you dislike someone, you can dislike people. There's people I don't like in this world for for sure, but it's not for anything they are. It's for maybe who they are. You know, maybe they're a bad person. Maybe they've wronged me. Maybe they cut me off, you know, and I was driving to Starbucks. I really wanted a coffee. (laughs) Those are the reasons, you know, that you might be upset with someone, but for anything else is to me is is the definition of insanity and and I think that's why for me I get so frustrated because I just you know luckily I guess I don't know if it's a luck thing or not but internally it's never ever made sense to me and it's never added up I mean it is oranges and apples to me you could not like someone for something like their race or their sexuality or or, or their gender I mean it's just I don't I don't get it. I've never got it. Thank goodness I don't get it. You know, I mean, that that's that's a big point. But, you know, I, I feel like, you know, Max, you say I, you can't do anything. I mean, I feel like while we can't change the world, you know, you and I just doing this is a little something. I mean, just speaking on it as two people that I feel like respect people and, you know, want the world to be better. I think it's 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 good to just talk sometimes with a friend and podcast or no podcast about it, because a lot of the time I think we just sit there banging our head against the wall going, how in the hell are we still doing this shit in 2020? It's insane. Yeah. Um, to your point about the skin color, I thought that, that was a very interesting, you know, and, and pretty spot on take. Uh, but I'm, try, I'm trying to figure out how to make this all come back to sports and golf. So I'm trying to use some sort of metaphors or analogies or something. But well, de- it, listen, don't use any three footer analogy because I'm telling you right now, it's not my golf fight. game. My go- and again, nobody cares about my golf game. But if I currently reside in Arizona, my golf game is on the other side of the world. It is so lost. I, 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 I am so, 
I stand over the golf ball right now and thoughts go through my head, Max, that, have, that I've never had before. And if I stand over a putt, oh my goodness. <laughs> you know, have you ever thought, did, when you went through your slump, have you ever thought what would happen if my brain could fax out what's going through my head to someone? Like, I, I'm thinking like if I sent what I'm thinking on a golf course to Bob oh, Rotella, I think he'd quit. I think he would yeah. literally. There's would, not enough he, paper. Yeah, I mean, I think he would. He would have. <laughs> He would quit. So, so my my golf game is definitely something you can use if you want to use any sort of a negative analogy because that's where we're sitting right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, that's perfect. The uh, the 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 point, I guess, but or uh, tried to that I wanted to make about um, the analogy between you know whatever these two things to somehow make light of it is, uh, like it's just the cult culture is is where people are different. If I if I grow up in uh, Bel Air, California. Um, I, my culture is probably gonna be a little different than even if I grew up where I, I grew up in Valencia, which is a pretty nice town. And then if I grew up, you know, in Long Beach, it's going to be a bit different. Your culture is different. What you think, um, is fun to do might be a little different. What you think is funny will be a little bit different. That's that's, and that's amongst, that has nothing to do with skin color. So in golf, uh, I, I was fortunate enough to play golf and basketball growing up. Uh, the trash talk, as we mentioned on this podcast, significantly different in basketball and golf. Golf is incredibly subtle. Um, you know, you hit a bad putt and, and, or, or even to our three footer point, I don't give you a three putt, a three foot putt. That's a bit of, you know, that's a dig a little bit. It, it's saying, Hey, putt it. You don't putt well. Uh, whereas in basketball, I will be in the middle of a jump shot and someone will t- yell at me. You suck brick. Like, you know, it's very different. So those are just two and, and, and both are completely accepted. Both are completely different lanes on, on, on how you were brought up in your sport. So I, again, with golf, there's some things I don't agree with in golf. There's still golf courses, um, you know, that, that are pretty antiquated with things, whether they might be, you, you can't wear shorts. You know, that's my biggest, uh, issue with a lot of uh, my biggest issue with, um, you know, like some, some very nice golf clubs, uh, that I've, I've been to. Uh, so it's just like, I, I, I also though am lucky to have played because golf does treat you, uh, or teach you to, you know, kind of grow up to your, a lot of kids. If you're, if you're a junior golfer, you're around adult, adult for me, adult men who kind of teach you how to be a adult man. Like, that's cool. Like I grew up quickly. I had to, you know, travel on my own to a lot of golf tournaments when I was a young age. So I really learned how to be an adult, how to, how to have, you know, be responsible and not be an idiot and, you know, earn, uh, other people's respect so I could get scholarships or so I could get sponsorships and these things. And even if you're not playing professional golf, like me, you still want your foursome to want to play with you. So you have a group to play skins with whatever it may be. All of that is, is very much broken down in the simple fact that they like you because you're nice to them. They don't care if you are a lefty, if you stand on the wrong side of the ball or the right side of the ball or literally the right side of the ball. (laughs) They don't care if you're a good putter or a bad putter. They don't care if you're a plus four or a four they do not care but if you suck to play with they're not going to play with you and right. that is literally what i feel like i'm banging my head on my iphone as i read people's tweets to each other just thinking whether you uh, there's no really no right or wrong in some of these arguments you know they're very little if i don't know the avenue to fix this but i do know that calling someone an idiot saying they're stupid making fun of them for their belief or their, their vision or how they feel. That's mean that that's it. Like it's just so simple. That's just mean. So don't be mean. Think 
maybe take a step back, process, empathize, do something to at least see there. And if you don't agree, don't agree, go away. I've learned how, I literally think I've learned 75% of all this in preschool. Treat people the way you want to be treated. If you don't have something nice to say, don't say it. I mean, that shit is what Henry will learn in two years. Right. Verbally. Once he can speak and like, he's going to look at you. And if you say something mean to someone, he'd be like, Hey, like dad, that's not what you taught me. This stuff is for three-year-olds, two-year-olds. I mean, let's just have some decency people. And the next time, if you like, again, if you want to make a little difference in how I'm just trying to, and how I have tried um, to, to do this as I've, as I've, you know, grown up and just learned how different everyone is. I mean, if you, like, I know it's small, but if you hear something you don't like and you think is offensive, either tell that person. And if you're uncomfortable with that, maybe cut them out and, and, and hopefully show them. I know it's hard, man. I, I've dealt with it. Everyone's dealt with it. Think people saying stuff you don't like, but it feels good at times to be like, hey, listen, like, I don't like that. So if, if you're going to keep saying it, I, I can't control you. Get away from me. But if you're, if you, you know, if if you don't want to, I'll still, I'll still be here, but like, let's just, let's just be a better, better people. And that, I don't know. Again, I'm a, I'm a 29 year old white dude who plays golf for a living. I don't have a, an enormous voice, but I do have a decent one. And, and my thoughts in this for people who want to be better and want people around them to be better is maybe just here and there. You hear a dirty joke. You say, you know what? Listen, man. I mean, just don't say that. Don't say that around me anymore. I, I don't want to hear it. And I know it's very, very small. And there are people doing a lot better out there. And they, to me, are just better people. Um, but I don't know. That's a small step. And I, I think that that will slowly be able to weed out the people who are um, good and nice and respectful. And then the closet, not so good and nice and respectful people. And for me, it's just going to hopefully keep me a little more sane because I can't, I can't, I, I can't read this. Oh, I last point I want to make though, about this before I, I promise to talk about something funny or golf or whatever you guys like me to talk about. Um, Kyle Corver said something great in players tribune last year, two years ago, Utah jazz game. I think they were at, or, uh, one team was at some, I think Donovan Mitchell maybe was called, uh, the N word by a few fans. Um, yeah. it was a big thing. Kyle Corver wrote probably one of the greatest articles I've heard, because again, it's difficult as a white person to step out and say something because I, I, I don't, feel i don't know I, i'm so i'm so privileged i don't even know what it feels like and he stepped out and he, he said you know i've been around this and what i what i figured out was um i have such a luxury to be able to speak my mind on these things um when i want to and when i don't i can kind of back into the shadow right. and not need to do it whereas people deal with this every single day uh, i feel like i'm very fortunate to to you know i feel very privileged that that is something i get to do um, so my biggest problem with all this as, as I have, uh, spent the last three days frustrated as everyone is, uh, when I get too frustrated, all I do is turn off Twitter and put my phone somewhere else in the house. Other people just have to keep on living with that. So I, 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 I implore you guys to just think about that a little bit, that when I was the most frustrated I could be, I had to click off on my phone and put it in my bedroom while I watched TV or played video games. Like that's how I got over it. People like live this. Right. So. Yeah. You, you, it sounds like your biggest issue is you're on uh, Twitter. I, I, I mean, let me tell you, bad. let me tell you something. I deleted it from my phone and it is just yeah, been a glorious. Jealous. 
a glorious app oh, deletion from my one app. good thing i will say that gets frustration out call of duty man i'm really getting into you're it. into it still <laughs> i think i was up to like two in the morning my wife wasn't too happy but i was up to two in the morning <laughs> playing but it was my own uh punishment because then i didn't wake up early and i had to practice today from like 10 till 2 and for people not from arizona <laughs> the time between it's 10 all and 2 the degrees it, it, it they just like instead of a, a temperature uh, on the weather app it just says it, you're on the sun now <laughs> like, like you have transported yourself to the sun so that was my punishment um but it, it i feel like it it, it um it, it, you know, toughens me up. I go practice and I get That's through right. my four hours and I think to myself, I feel very accomplished because at times out there, the sweat's rolling down your, your, you know, eyes, down your cheeks, and it's dripping off your hat. And you're just like, what am I doing out here? I'm, what am I doing? Please get me to colonial where at least if it is hot, there's a re like, I, there, I have purpose <laughs> to be playing this. Game. You, know, you, you will be wearing your pants though. That's for sure. No shorts <laughs> oh, on that. Man. That'll be pants. I'm going to reshave I, my legs. You know, I, I, I did. <laughs> for the i think for my for the first time in my life before we got to june as you're listening to this obviously it's june now but may 31st i'm recording i have now sent all the sweating gifts you know of like the guys heads just pouring out sweat i've exhausted all of the available sweating gifts and we haven't even got to june yet that's how hot it's been the last few days we're gonna take a quick break and be right back with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time <gasps> no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I gotta say, not not doing social. I mean, I have to sign in occasionally to post Is it stuff nice? for like oh. Max? What's the best part? Give me like, give me the best part. Like, do you feel a general sense of um, uh, calmness? Do you feel some relief? Do you feel a like? Do you feel better about like life? <laughs> I don't know where to start. It's, it's a, it's a I'm hard so time in the week. Yeah, well, it's a hard, it's a hard time. <laughs> because of what we talked about the last few days but in is that general I, it's a pretty dark place well yeah twitter. no twitter twitter's i mean <laughs> the key the key you know like have you do you ever have any friends i've got a couple friends that have done yeah, i got this. a couple friends i know you got like 17 best friends <laughs> do you have a couple of friends that have that have announced or um sent we got out it. you're when a they, broadcaster <laughs> when they have a child they'll they'll make their child an instagram account have you had a friend well, that I done mean, this yet? I have a dog Instagram, so but no, no, dog. I do. I, I, listen, I know this. Yes. I do not hate on dog Instagram. Okay. I I bet if somebody goes through my followers who I follow on Instagram, it's mostly dogs. I bet it's forty percent dog accounts, and that yeah. I mean, and that's and that might be low. I mean, I <laughs> I follow like eight people in the golf world and seven hundred do- dog accounts. So that's, I like that's that. where my priority is. So how many of these kids' accounts do you follow? So immediate immediate defriend of the person if they do the kid thing. Anyway, but you know how like they so these people create these Instagram accounts for their children and assuming Instagram's gonna be around in you know sixteen years or whatever. <laughs> okay, that's I want to like point. I wanna jump on this early and block henry's twitter account like <laughs> yeah. buy, get henry bacon or whatever 
and then just block <laughs> it from everything. Be like, sorry, man, somebody must have taken it because I don't the, the rule never tweet. I never download it. Don't download it on your phone. Don't have it available to your to your kids, your spouse, anybody, because it is a place where you just don't want to be right now. And as you said, everybody's yelling at everybody, and there's absolutely no productivity happening there. And uh, and I'm telling you, you putting it away makes me as a friend really happy because that means you're one small step <laughs> one away there. from uh, the I delete just, tweet. I was thinking about this the the kid, the kid the the infant uh, Instagram. It would it, it's one of those things that makes me feel like the moment I press. Of course, no, there's no ill intentions here. But the moment, let's just say you make Henry this account and I press follow, Chris Hansen comes walking in my you're door. Listen, it. man, you're an adult. Like, <laughs> you don't need to be following this. Shane will post the same picture. He's Henry's posting the kid stuff. Pictures. You know who what Shane doesn't it. post? is pictures of himself. He's got a yeah. kid and a dog and a wife. Yeah. That's what's getting posted. Uh, <laughs> yes, you're exactly right. I, I feel like... I knew you. I knew you'd back me on this, which made me feel oh, really happy. Marriage and then having a kid. I think marriage, dog, kid, all these things make us a little softer as men. And, oh uh, God, and then, I'm, I've gotten real soft, dude. You, there are videos Cindy will post of Henry, and I am mortified for a moment that <laughs> I'm not doing like baby talk in the background, or I'm not doing some weird ass voice oh, that yeah. sounds just just completely out of this world i always get super nervous about that because we are i mean we're soft we get softer as we get older too hopefully a lot of people get a lot of crick a lot crankier um golf wise uh told you i was lost i had to play golf today just i mean i i'm kind of the psycho scorecard guy so i just thought i'd let you know this uh i you know what uh, let's play a game max let's play a game play dobson ranch you've played dobson yeah, before played fairly there. easy track five par fives all reachable uh, i made seven birdies today what do you think i shot even eh, close it's real close real one over real close one over was the number all right um, so a bunch of doubles can you admit yourself into your own hall of fame your own psycho scorecard hall of you fame? know what? is that allowed it, I, I i don't think i'd do that to myself we but don't if we need other checks people, and balances well if other people decided to nominate <laughs> me, right in, I, what could yeah. i do right what can yeah. i do no you gotta um, accept I, I made a whole bunch of bogeys uh made a made a quad on, on a hole i hit it out of bounds twice <laughs> it's fine. uh so made 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 a, made a nice there is snowman nothing quite like a quad okay so i've always said a bogey obviously everyone will forever make bogeys if you go through a day without a bogey it's a humongous accomplishment doubles as much as people say oh you gotta do two dumb things in a row doubles happen doubles takes one ball out of bounds and you will most likely make a double bogey triple triple work is where we get into the weeds of you know you probably hit a bad shot out of bounds or in the water and you also probably either made another bad swing or a very poor decision now if it's a really hard par four and you hit out of bounds obviously still likely i mean you you got to make par on the second ball to make that double and not a triple a quad there's nothing nice to be said about a quad. You made at least two horrendous golf swings oh, or yeah. four terrible decisions. So, so my, my, my uncle's friend lives the 15th hole. It's a short part four. He lives left of 15. And I texted him because it's a skins game. I texted Doug. I said, eight on 15 is not going to hold up, is it? In terms of winning a skin. And he goes, Snyder's probably got a couple of bacon balls. I went, yep, yeah, I a couple in Snyder's backyard. I will say. I think one of the reasons I'm so frustrated, Max, is that my br- I can't currently in my brain do what I want to do. And the out-of-bounds shots, while horrifically bad, and I was two <laughs> under at the time, thinking, you know, I'm not playing great, maybe I'll shoot four under, whatever. 
I have been missing it big. I've been missing it wide away from trouble. So I'm like, it's like scared golf. Yes, you're trying to battle that and and you're trying to just face it head on. So I told myself without a bounds left. And I mean, guys, this isn't hugging the the fairways. (laughs) 25 yards left, a mile of grass. (laughs) I told myself on the tee, maybe not the best thought. I said, I'm I'm missing this left of the green green if there's anywhere to miss it. Okay. So it's is a po- I mean again probably a terrible thing to think. I don't care. All I was saying was I am not bailing out right and then having to scramble to make par. Like I'm going to hit this thing at the green or left, and if it goes out of bounds, it goes out of bounds. So that's kind of where currently that quad is where my golf game is right. All right. Now. Well, hey, I mean, at least you have a story. I'm trying to find a spin. Like I said, no, there's not I, a lot of positive I, to a quad. At least at least. At least you sucked it up and tried to hit the shot. This is what Joe would say to me. I and you and you are you are very when you caddy for me, you're <laughs> unbelievably positive. The one good thing is I have I got some persimmon clubs that I've still not used yet. And <laughs> I have decided to to use technology when they're playing bad, not backwards. <laughs> so I have decided that if I play any rounds of golf over the next two or three weeks. They will be with persimmons. So now I just got to figure out what modern golf ball I can buy to use with them. If you're out there and you know <laughs> hey, the do best they ball. function with the golf ball? Uh, they, they're, apparently the, the the ball we play, like a Pro-V or Pro-V1X, is really bad for persimmon. But they, I think there are golf balls that are sold that are good for that. I got to find out the name or find out where they are. But I'm going to get those, and that's how I'm going to play golf. You're, if you see me or you play with me over the next couple of weeks, I'm not hitting 490 bombs, bro. I'm going to hit... I'm going to hit 190 bombs with my percentage driver. <laughs> That's what's coming up. Um, have you, uh, before we go, uh, I mean, next week's a PJ Tour week. I mean, next God. week is golf. Sounds crazy. But have you found yourself, and we talk a little bit about this every week, but have you found yourself, I don't want to say switching on, but getting, are you in that mode you'd typically be if, say, you had a week off before a tournament? Uh, probably, uh, honestly, more so. I, I actually have had a hard, not hard, um, the Time has just felt so irrelevant for a little while uh, with the whole, uh, you know, interrupted season, uh, you know, kind of whatever you want to call it, the like new off season, I guess, if in the positive way to look at it. Um, in the last like four weeks I, or three weeks, I guess, three or four weeks, I've really been working like super hard, you know, hashtag no days off and uh, been grinding. <laughs> but I haven't really like had like even when you said right before we came on, like, hey, you know, you season starts next week i'm like holy cow finally like it it does start next week so i haven't really had like an end date so whereas with a typical off week during the season um i'll plan you know i'll plan it the first two days pretty light uh get into you know practicing the mechanics i want to get better on with my golf swing putting stroke whatever chipping uh and then you know friday saturday sunday before i leave i'll play a lot you know i have my little routine whereas this very little routine, just been a lot of, a lot of practice. You know, if we go play in the afternoon, I'll practice in the morning. Um, if I have to, you know, well, we played Dobson the other day, I practiced after, like, I'm just trying to like maximize all hours of the day that I can to practice. So it's definitely different than a typical off week. It does feel quite a bit more like the normal off season. Um, although this even feels like more, more work and practice just because, um, you know, our off season's considerably shorter than this. So uh, even then I'm trying to like, just get back into, you know, like re-loving golf and, and traveling. Now I've, I've much past that. I, I love golf. I cannot wait to travel. I will <laughs> jog there if, if the flight doesn't work or if, if, if the flight gets canceled. So uh, yeah, it's definitely just been a different, like a heightened sense of, um, you know, 
work ethic. I don't know what to even call it. Just been, it just, it's been a groundhog day every day, wake up, work as hard as you possibly can go to bed. Hopefully one of these days I'll get to get on a plane and go to a golf tournament. Like that's how I guess my brain's been. Do you know if I, I was going to say you, you use the word maximize. If I wrote a, if I wrote a story about your time away from golf during COVID for sure, headline would be uh, maximizing his potential or maximizing <laughs> maximizing the break I, you know something i that if anybody out there wants to write a story about max uh max homo it's, a, it's right here he's a media guy <laughs> media guy for another few days um that's the headline you can use you can use it we're both gonna allow you to use that one that's fine we will uh, hey it's been allowed uh steal it take it um, i know it's quite <laughs> clever so just put us maybe just like put us at the bottom in a little footnote do you know do you know the reason is because your name is max did you know that's why I said maximize? I thought it was because I was, I, I thought, it, I thought, no, I don't even have a joke for that. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> okay, good. I just want to make, I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page. I picked up on it, Shane. Hey, uh, also, I mean, since we're saying a couple of good things, uh, we, we finished our regrip season, internet worked on Saturday. So that was nice. It did. And your, your old college roommate came on, Michael Kim, like the nicest guy nicest in the world. Guy. I mean, he's, he's like the sweetest person. He speaks softly. He always means well. And also the coolest part about him is he's just like a cold blooded assassin when it comes to actually playing golf. So it's cool to see somebody that can flip it on and off like that. Cause he's about as sweet a kid as you'll ever meet. I was super stoked that he could come on. Cause I was, I had a blast playing the, the, you know, Walker cup with him. He got to be, you know, I got to be his partner, which was really, really cool. I have a feel good Friday, Shane. Uh, what, real quick, before you get to it, um, we just mentioned the regripped. If you want to see any of them, we did five, Max. Is that right? We did five. We did five. Re- we just watched old USGA championships. Uh, shout out to Cisco. Shout out to the USGA for helping out. If you want to watch any of those, and even we have some little clips cut up. Justin Rose joined us at the 2013 US Open in Marion. Go to YouTube.com slash regripped, and all of those are housed right there you can watch them over and over on a loop can they watch our first one we did on uh our phones because <laughs> i hope unfo- not <laughs> unfortunately the 08 us open right when quarantine <laughs> happened didn't make the cut that uh that it was like the blair witch project but somehow worse shot so <laughs> um yeah uh, uh yeah I'll, I'll also just jump in and and ditto that thanks to usga that's really cool it's really cool that they just have that you know offered that that you can just watch whether we talk over it or not you can just watch the old rounds of golf um final rounds especially uh, and cisco made it really cool um it, i i i am i grew up in an a in a little like era or generation that was so lucky to like learn about technology and like computers so like seamlessly like it just was part of like growing up I had no idea any of this was possible. Like I've, I've definitely taken a bit of like a, a dip in, in my knowledge of these things. So when we got to, when we got to, you know, set this up and you said Cisco was going to be helping, I, I didn't, I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what it was going to look like. I, I thought maybe someone would just edit out, you know, the dumb things I said. So it was very, very cool. Um, they did so a great I was very job. appreciative of that. Well, the, the, the two, if, and we did the 2013 Walker cup. It was national golf links. Max played on that team, the winning American team. Let me just say, worth going back and watching Ari Grip for two things. One, the hole-in-one that Max made, the only hole-in-one in the history of the Walker Cup ever by anybody. Max holds the record. Lone man is shown not once, but twice <laughs> on Ari Grip broadcast. And also, go because uh, 
Max's shirt's kind of tight in the bicep area. Arms were pretty big. Yeah, I used to be. I used to be swole, man. Beastie, man. Some people say that you know Bryson DeChambeau saw me on a regrip and (laughs) decided to get in the gym. I mean, some people are saying that. that. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, my feel good Friday. Uh, Everyone's favorite guest who hasn't been a guest, Stevie F. Baby, Uh, shot seventy (laughs) nine today on Sunday. 39-40, second time ever, I think, breaking 80 nice. on, a, on a full full golf uh, full golf course. Um, he said that he, uh, number two, <laughs> this is what I love talking about people, talking to people who don't like play golf at the like level I like am used to playing golf at. I said, what, you know, I just texted him. I said, what do you have to do? What do you have to make on 18 to break 80? I was just going to ask you that question. Yeah, exactly. So like, that's what, and again, I'm going to interject. My favorite part about golf is he was, probably just as nervous on that hole as I have been in most situations, right. you know, like the golf is so cool. Breaking 90, 180, whatever your number is, like you want to break it. So I asked him, what, what did, uh, what did you uh, have to make on 18? And he leads it off. Well, well, it was the number two handicap. Hole. <laughs> <laughs> and I just laughed. I'm like, it's just so interesting how you like people view golf and how I view golf. Cause it just made me realize it's just incredibly different. Um, but basically the gist was it's a difficult hole. Uh, he said he left it short on the second shot, chipped it up to six feet and buried it. So, uh, pretty that, awesome. So we had to, make a, six footer. had to make a six footer. Um, p- some people are saying he's the clutchest putter in all of 2020. Um, some people are also saying that, uh, those people are probably the same people saying that Bryson took after me to, to get jacked. So um, not a lot of great people, feel good Friday. Very cool. Yeah, I was happy for him. And to anybody, you know what? I need this. I'm going to ask for this. Send me some messages or, or, or just some tweets at me. If you have very recently broken your best PR, round, your PR in golf, let me know what you made on 18 and how it went down in, in what, please in one tweet. I'm not going to read it. We'll, we'll share them next week. Well, you know, we'll share I'll your share favorites. Some. I'm going to share my favorites, but give me something to smile and laugh about. Cause that stuff makes me smile. Uh, you guys, I've been very lucky. I got uh, a pretty cool following, uh, you know, and, and you guys get to see me sweat it out and, and break some of my, you know, personal records, uh, my best rounds and, and maybe make putts to make cuts. Um, well, that's a good idea for, wow. Hold I don't on. know. Can we that cut just, that? that was Tim, Tim, itself. cut that, cut that. That's a t-shirt we're going to make. <laughs> we're making that for t-shirts, <laughs> making cuts and making, making oh, already... to make cuts. I got, there I got you go. Back. Cuts um, for cuts. But it's cool that like, you know, everyone has, everyone has that. Like everyone has the exact same stuff going on with their, their rounds, whether it's, uh, at Dobson or whether it's at Augusta national. I mean, this stuff is, you know, that's the beauty of, of this game. So shout out to Stevie F baby. That's pretty sweet. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. I, I have a question for you that I've been meaning to ask you on the podcast and have it yet. Um, we're going to return to the PGA tour with no fans. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be weird. We'll talk. We'll let's, expand on this a little bit more before next i mean on next week's podcast as you head into the tournament but i did have a question if you hit a volunteer with a drive since those will be the only people out there are the volunteers allowed in the gift bag grab bag i mean because i mean they're volunteering to be there you gotta say yeah you gotta say yeah um maybe i'll be more um Maybe the direction it bounces is important. <laughs> Ooh, I like no, that. I'm just, I'm just I like yes, that. They, they were very, as long as they are not so injured where it would be awkward if I just gave them a gift card, <laughs> I will be providing the gift card opportunity to anyone who is struck by a golf ball. Um, I hope not to. That would be 
I haven't hit anybody since we started this and uh, there's been a lot more people. So really unfortunate if I hit like the one or two people per hole that will be out there. Do do you think if we had, if Vegas would have set a price on your 14 clubs of which club during your run of (laughs) gift card giving, which club were you closest to hitting someone? What do you think Vegas would have set lob wedge at? Cause that was, that's the closest you came, right? Almost oh, shoot. Guy yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, I it's for sure came closer than that, but um, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. that was the most, uh, that was the most, um, publicized <laughs> of the misses. <laughs> Lobwood would have been low. I mean, I can, I, I would say Lobwood would probably been, it would have been driver first, three wood second, three iron third, maybe like a six iron fourth. And then I would say probably lob wedge neck, or I would guess four or five then I mean, I feel like all the irons off the tee though right yeah but you chip so many wet wedges and and out of the bunker i'm just thinking how vegas would have to look at it you know like if you bladed a bunker shot greenside not that i ever would maybe i shank one (laughs) um obviously it's the most shankable golf club um but who would ever who would ever you know what i need that nobody made people out there that are awesome at the internet we're done smarter than no memes i want the shank video Cut to, is it Happy Gilmore when he throws the flag and the camera guy falls off the tower? I don't know. I can't remember. I think that's Happy Gilmore. If somebody can make that and send it to us, we will post it on the Get a Grip Insta account for Max's return to glory, return to the PGA Tour. Well, then, you know what? You know what? Somebody also then make a shirt. You can make anything with, for me with Noonan and uh, Shane on it for his three footer troubles. Oh God! It's so Max. It's so bad right now, dude. It, it feels every three footer feels just like the hardest putt I've ever had. Do you, have a, just, do you have a foot length? Like, do do you have a length where it feels much more comfortable? Like, do you get to eight feet and it feels? You feel free? I don't know. It all feels <laughs> terrible. Too lost. All of it's terrible. Hey, you know, you did mention this, and, and then we'll get out. We played a, a money game last week together where you put every I mean, you put everything out. You're tasking yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. And you yeah, told me, I asked, I said, how weird is this? And you go, it's actually kind of good practice. It is. I, everybody I talked to, like Joel Damon said about the Scottsdale uh, Open that, you know, tapping in was weird. Uh, a lot of the people who have come back from major medicals and I'm taking a, you know, quite a bit of time off of competitive golf said that the hardest part coming back or the weirdest part coming back is tapping in. Um, so we're going to have a lot of those people uh, at the, uh, at the at the first tour event over there at Colonial, um, fortunately they don't know I got a leg up. I already practiced tapping in, so I'm you know I, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling good about it. I would like to make a little video of you just really grinding over your practice, and they're all tap ins. Well, so I used <laughs> like, to do that. <laughs> did you really? Well, I would do. It would only be after rounds in college, but when I would putt really really bad, and I, I used to, especially like my freshman year in college, I was not a good putter, especially from short. I would go to the to the practice screen after and set up like one foot putts and go through a full routine and and make them and just make it like make a bunch of them and just start to feel like the uh-huh. balls going in. And then I had this little joke with my teammates and my coach that everything's a tap in. <laughs> so, uh, I used to do it to see the ball go in, but full routine, like not just kicking it in. Uh, so that, that I, I would be a person, a good person to make that video because it's actually was like a part of part of my stuff. Plum bobbing the, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. the, the six inch. They were making sure. great. Fortunately, <laughs> I, I had, a, I, by the way, I'll, we'll get out. I had this moment, uh, you know, my friend, Nick Woodruff, who uh, who's been grinding Woody. on his golf game and he's gone from probably somewhere in the 17, 18 range down to 14 trending the right way. We're playing a, uh, we're playing Wicopa, which is one of my favorite golf courses in the entire state of Arizona. 
the other day. We're playing a, a Nassau ninth hole. He's putting for a three for two that would, or sorry, he's putting four for three for the half, but there are all these presses going. Okay. Oh God. Max, it's probably two feet. It might be less. It might be less than two feet downhill. <laughs> well, you asked me what I think about it and it's, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever done this. I'm like, Hey man, I got nothing for you. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's two you. feet. You just got to kind of, it's not outside the hole. You got to, got to hit it. Like I'm not, whatever I'm going to tell you is not helping. Right. Words aren't saving you. We had a, a similar one at Annandale uh, Country Club in Pasadena in California. Uh, they do uh, this uh, golf tournament called the Diablo. 27 holes, partners, um, and you know different flights. And if you get through your flight after the 27 holes, everyone plays the 18th hole from the fairway, par three under the lights. They bring lights out, and you're literally playing like at, at night. And it's wild, and it's pure alternate shot. So I hit uh, the tee shot, and it, you know it's a gap wedge, and I hit a really good shot. And uh, I was playing to a you know plus five or whatever, and my partner was a, a five. So you know ten shots different. He's a he played great all day. He's a good player, Ross. But um, you know it's not like he plays under under the lights, both literally and figuratively right. very often. And I hit a really good one. I hit it to like two, maybe three feet. And, uh, after you hit the first one, they go outside in, you know, and you got to finish. So by the time it gets to his putt, which is taking a while now, cause people are, it's once you start, you got to keep going on the, on the greens. Uh, people have been yelling at him that you've been, you know, you have a pro on your team. You're going to miss this. You're going to choke. And I just remember saying, he's a big guy. He's like, I joke. He's like my, my, like my bodyguard basically. And I'm just sitting next to him and I can feel him getting tighter and tighter <laughs> and like the saliva just slowly leaving his body and he leaving his mouth. And I could just like feel his pain. And I wanted to go over and like shake him and be like, it's two feet, man. Like you're going to be okay. You've been playing great all day, but I didn't know what to say. So I kind of honestly just like reveled in like the joy of watching someone else squirm a little bit. And he went up there and buried it and it was awesome. Nice. But it was so funny to see some, the toughest dude I, I know for the most part, just scared of like this bunny tapping basically but and uh but yeah good for him I mean, he made it you know probably uh probably something he hangs his hat on now yeah woody didn't woody hit the flag stick <laughs> uh, no. he hit he hit the two footer i'm gonna say with 50 foot pace <laughs> he was like every putt straight if you hit it hard enough yeah he hit it it hit you know and it's going i mean i'm standing 20 feet away oh, so woody. he hits it i'm seeing it go in <laughs> sweet no, 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 no. Get, nah. Gave it, gave it all, gave nah. it all the pace. Nah. That's, oh, that's not, Poor that's, guy. Uh, that's not the one. Um, I'm gonna leave. Uh, Max, I'll leave you with this. Uh, we do a, a little board on our fridge. We write quotes on it a lot. I found this one the other day and I loved it, so I'm gonna read it. Uh, no matter what happens in life, be nice to people. Be nice to people is a peaceful way to live, and a beautiful legacy to leave behind. I Just like be that. nice, man. Everybody, I like. Be that. nice to people you know. Be nicer to people you don't. You know. I mean, this, this is. We, if we all can agree to try to up our our understanding game and up our nice gesture and you know kind you know kind acts around this world, I think it'll help, especially right now. You know, and 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 that's what we said to start, and I think that's what we say right here is just try, try, try as hard as you can to be accepting, to be kind, and to be selfless if you can, because that's uh, that's what we need right now. Very nice. And I will also add uh, my simple sign-off. I will add one thing to it. How about we be nice and we wash our hands? Pretty easy. Still got to wash them. <laughs> Still got to wash them. 
Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.